in brightest day, in, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power, Green Lantern's light! And welcome back to Geeks Inherited the Earth here on Outlander Media Network. And uh, I'm JC. Hey, I'm Cranky Kong CK. What's up? Michael Doherty. And in case you didn't pick it up by the intro music and hearing a bunch of uh, middle-aged people try to do the Green Lantern Oath in a cool voice, this is a DC episode, since the last one was a whole bunch of Marvel, and DC never gets the attention that it deserves in my mind. Uh, We talked when we left the last one, we're like, we've got to do DC next, or we're going to sound like we're just a Marvel you know, love fests. We're like Marvel shills all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. It's like we were getting a you know a, a check from Jim Lee at the end of the show or some shit. <laughs> but also, thank you for sending me my Marvel box every month. Uh, they're Marvel and Funko. I'm kind of a shill for you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, just real quick before we get into the episode, if you haven't liked our page on Facebook, please go do it. And thank you guys so much. This has been way more interaction than we thought was going to happen that fast and now we want way more because we're addicted to it yeah the, uh, the response has been great we really appreciate you guys listening and interacting with our page it's just been a really great time yeah um and you know what just keep keep interacting i i'm on there mike's on there uh, jc's on there we, we all the time when you ask a question or make a comment we'll come in and talk to you it's one of us i mean so. i spend a little too much time just <laughs> scrolling through <laughs> i think this is so fucking weird too it's like what are you doing right now i'm like at work i'm like oh i'm just seeing if anybody like this meme ck put up right <laughs> i serve the realm but uh yeah uh we came in like way over prepared with tons of clips and everything but for dc there's so much to hit because I mean, if you look at it, they're finally trying to fix their movie franchise. They're yep, killing it, it in the books. And uh, the, the the TV stuff in CW, I don't give a damn what you say. If you can get into it, is addictive as hell. I can't defend it. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Okay, here's the deal. If, you've ever, if you don't know, the, the Arrowverse has its nickname. It started with Arrow because they couldn't get Batman. Mm. And uh, the first six episodes of it... You can kind of tell they didn't know what in the hell they were doing. Jeff Johns got a hold of it for a season and a half, and Arrow became phenomenal tragedy. Like it's it's it is still done in the CW. It is very hard to sell. Everyone's so pretty. Yeah, it's really hard. Well, in the early seasons and the, towards the end that we're in now, no, 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 no. But then, yes, yes, yes. I don't know. They're still pretty. They're not as pretty right, though. And at least some of the female costumes are functional because you can literally see the difference in the stunt double doing that same kick and sweatpants in a couple of scenes. Yes. Okay, it it is melodrama. It does have the CW music, but if you get into it, it's not as disappointing as Walking Dead. I mean, <laughs> not anymore. No, but hey, Walking Dead is getting better, so and let's hope. The Flash has been fire from the first episode yeah. through. But if you don't watch Arrow, half a Flash don't make sense. Oh. And then Legends of Tomorrow takes characters from like the leftover lists of the other ones that fan favorites. And they'll throw them on that show. Uh, Supergirl, I don't watch just because of time. I mean, what I saw is good. Uh, Black Lightning, I dig. That's their Luke Cage. And it's lasted more seasons and episodes already than Luke Cage. It's done well. They're all done really well, but it's so much interconnectivity. That's why I can't defend it. Like, it's really hard to be like, do you watch Flash? You don't? Well, watch these four 
25 episodes a season of Arrowverse. And they're really, uh, they're really about to kick this uh, Arrowverse, so to speak, up with some of these new shows coming down the road, really uh, leaning into some DC legacy and heritage and really bringing that in and representing the past, for sure. Bringing Batwoman to the screen from an alternate universe, one of the alternate Earths, uh, is genius, because they're going to have an LGBTQ lead mm-hmm. as Batwoman, and it, it's basically like a fuck Batman situation. Like, everybody gets all the attention. I cracked up when people that don't know anything about this stuff started going, well, why are they doing Batwoman? Why is she a lesbian? I'm like, oh, you idiots. Kate, Kate Kane's a great character. I mean, she's, she's really phenomenal. interesting. She's phenomenal. And awesome they're putting character. the arc with her father into it. Just, you can already yeah. see that in the in yep. the trailers. And that's a great story. Yeah. And, and, and they're doing Crisis. They're doing a full yeah, Crisis of Infinite Earths coming up with every damn actor known in DC history. In so many show. cool ones making yeah. a cameo in this. And also, Arrow is ending. Yes, this season, but we're getting the spinoff show that we don't know what it is yet. With the two canaries and uh, his daughter. Um, it's, it's supposed be to be the future Arrow. Yes, the twenty forty. Yeah, Arrow twenty forty. Yeah, Arrow twenty forty. It's her and the two canaries, uh, Laurel and Donna. Even though the Laurel. math on that does not add up for how old the people are. But yeah, Arrow twenty forty. Yeah. Fuck I'll it. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, yeah. well, maybe 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 Laurel got like I don't know frozen, and oh no. so did the other canary. The clones. <laughs> they're clones. The one thing that I will say they're about clones. like they're right. Uh, the one thing that I will give CW shows credit for is they kill motherfuckers left and right yeah. in those shows. It, it, and, it, and outside of a few Lazarus pity kind of stuff, those people are dead. Like, there's a few, okay, yeah, but it made story, sense in the story because everybody knows the, the DC curse, right? DC stands for die continuously. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll just keep bringing you back. But they kill motherfuckers left and right. Like, Arrow needs to end. They don't have, he doesn't have a family left. <laughs> They've just, like, they literally just drew a family tree at the wall when they write themselves into a hole, throw a dart at it. I'm like, okay, you're dead. Well, there's still, I mean, <laughs> The only thing left is Smoke, his daughter. I mean, she's it. That, that's it. That's all that's left. But they, and she's in the future. They've crushed it. And, and you know what? And it's not on a stream. It's not streaming service based. It's on TV. You know, you can watch it on demand. And you yeah. don't have to. It, uh, all of it. Every of uh, all of it is on Netflix. And dude, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, we might as well just jump into that because the thing is, all of these, all, all every year, even if you don't watch these shows. Um, you can watch the crossover event, and it'll catch you up enough. Yeah, um, I don't watch Supergirl, and I felt completely caught up watching. Right, Crisis on Crisis on Earth X is still the best one they've done. Crisis on Earth X is amazing, and it's better than most DC movies. It's better period. than Justice League. It's a better Justice League movie than Justice League, and I'll sit here and say that right now without caring. Is that really saying that much, though? No, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> and now the DC movie hatred. It's half yes. good. It's half good. I, I promise that movie. There were two good movies being made, and they got smushed together in it uh, my thing out. is I never thought that there would be a day in the world after the atrocity that is undefensible of Batman versus Superman where I would have to oh. say that movie needs more Zack Snyder yeah no I was like well, just, at least I didn't finish the damn thing come on man I just wish he would shut up about the Snyder cut online get over it. like we know you didn't finish the special effects because it takes you 17 months to animate a bat suit nipple <laughs> you know I mean I do miss Batfleck no, I, I, I really wish I could have seen him in a legit Batman movie that did not involve Snyder. I just, you know, just his particular vision of Batman. 
It is what it is. I just if something a little more traditional. If you really put Batfleck in a great Batman movie, I, he really could have nailed that, in my opinion. I, I I thought he had so much potential. Well, the only reason that that movie didn't happen, the one that he wrote with Jeff Johns, that he was gonna, you know, first, then he said he couldn't direct and wear the suit. Okay, that makes sense. They're gonna get another director. Uh, they said that they couldn't finish the script to their standards. But everybody that read the script all said that it was perfect. They, they still just, they wanted to make the perfect Batman movie. And Ben Affleck got tired of the Justice League hate and said, fuck it. Yeah. So now that leads us to Matt Reeves. The pressure's on, buddy. Oh, yeah. I would not want to be him. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's uh, He took a bullet to the face the moment he said the dude from Twilight's going to be Batman. Like he took a bullet to the fucking face, and I hate to say, at first I was in that group until I went and researched his other roles, and I'm like, oh wow, this is a dark, brooding, really built weirdo, and oh shit, those movies came out forever ago. He's not the Twilight Kid anymore. He's no. almost my fucking age, dude. He makes really interesting choices. Uh, if you haven't seen The Good Time, he is phenomenal in that movie, and it's a great movie. Uh, I recommend everybody check it out. Uh, I'm not saying that's the role that got him Batman, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what he's going to do in this Nolan film where he's the lead. Um, Nolan doesn't just pick bad actors. I don't know if you've ever noticed or not, but he he um, he sticks to really good actors. And then you've got, I don't know, this whole Battenson thing... Battinson? <laughs> what are we going to call it? Is it going to be Patman or Battinson? Battinson. Battinson. Tell me that that's not been a thing online. It's a thing online. Okay, because if you just came up with that from the top of your head, I was. No, I'm not that smart. <laughs> fucking um, thief. <laughs> I no, stole I'm it from Reddit. That from TMZ or whatever the fuck. Um, I'm surprised we got this covered. Hasn't made an article yet. Going, the name of the new Batman is Battinson. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it up and we posted it on Cosmic. New, cosmicbooknews.com and oh, it got shared. Sh- shout out to people on the Facebook page that are now trying to police us going, is that another one of the fake news right. sites? Yeah. We no, appreciate we, you. you know I mean? it's, not, it's not we got this covered. We promise. Yeah, we don't post things that we know haven't been fact-checked. You know, there's a coincidence too. You know what other uh, Batman actor was hated upon their announcement? Mm-hmm. Every yeah. single fucking one. Every one of them. Yeah. Every one. <laughs> okay, thank you. I was going to hit this. Tim Burton... Uh, did a thing a while back when he said when he announced he was doing Batman everybody cheered and then when Michael Keaton got the cast everybody complained they're like the comedian and like yeah and then Mr. Mom uh, Jack Nicholson got hate because they said he was too old and then if you go you know if you flash you know go for nobody really cared about Danny DeVito being Penguin I think that was a given just a weird version of the Penguin what a weird weird version and speaking of that uh, you know who's probably going to be Penguin now Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. There's talks in it for at least. Well, he's yeah, he's one or the other. He's he's Penguin or Riddler, but yeah. he was already Penguin in War Dogs. But exactly, <laughs> there's a scene in War Dogs where he is firing an AK-47 into the air with glee, and the second I saw that, I was like, Penguin. If they don't make him Penguin. That proves that DC Warner Brothers is going back to crashing in the car for DC movies. But how are you trying to lose all that weight and then be like, "No, I want to be the fucking penguin"? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you got in shape. No, I want to be the penguin. But he still has that that wide wideness to his face. That, he that... doesn't need to get in like too good a shape. I mean, no, no, I'm he still saying... has like that neck that looks like four packs of salami are fighting oh, so he's still all right okay <laughs> no seriously Shade Jonah Hill. you're gonna give him a complex he's, he's got no i'm just he's saying he's, he's got the double chin left enough to where if you put him in a fat suit you wouldn't tell the difference that's what i'm saying, saying you know, know what i mean he's got a wide face he's got the look he's got the the hair that can be worked with i i, I don't know i like that he does creepy really well yeah and then we got jeffrey wright um from westworld that's Perfect. gonna be jim gordon and it's literally and the walking perfect, dead and walking dead 
Wait, is he, is he in Walking Dead? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> he's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, he's going to be uh, Uwatu in What If. I like how people are like, like, everybody complains about casting, and when they cast him as Commissioner Gordon, all of the nerds stood there with their arms folded going, no, you don't speak now. Yeah. No, no, you no, shut no, up. No, we want this. This is good casting. This is really good. Um, I'm, I'm curious, though, because the, uh, the only thing that we know for sure about the script and the plot is that, inspired from what Ben Affleck had said before, there's not been a detective-based Batman movie. And Ben Affleck completely makes fun of uh, uh, the, the interview I read for this. He completely made fun of the scene in The Dark Knight where he's like, oh, yeah, he has a magic Gatlin gun that, that recalibrates a bullet. That's not detective work. And they really wanted detective work in it. And uh, Matt Reeves' angle on it is like he's doing this as the world's greatest detective. It's his less gadgetry and flying high five kicks and shit. I don't know why I just said high five kicks. High, <laughs> high kicks. five kicks. High five kicks. High five kicks. <laughs> but, uh, That's... I, you know, that's what I love fun. about Batman. When I think about Batman, I think about fucking Sherlock Holmes mixed with a ninja. The less Iron Man he is, the better to me. Like, yeah. once you've got him linked up to mega supercomputers and his headset, and he's got bulletproof armor on. He doesn't need bulletproof armor on. He's a freaking ninja. And speaking of the detective thing, I, I really want to see them lean into that. Just see his true brilliance uh, on the crime scene, for sure. And if you look at... Okay, the... the, the, the Battens. I can't. <laughs> stuck now. I'm sorry, oh but it's not going anywhere. I'm going to be at home later tonight, just listening to music, cleaning my house, trying to find ways to slip Battenson into lyrics so I can torment you guys. Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh, the one thing that I've noticed in, when I started doing research on him outside of being what I called the Twilight Kid was uh, he does a lot of intellectual cerebral roles. Yep. So like, if, if they're going for that, course of the cast of Batman, but I've been I've been fighting back with people on this. Like, well, who else would you have rather, uh, rather have done it? Because it was him or the dude that plays Beast in the, the mm-hmm. first class and Days Future Past and all that shit yeah. for the X-Men movies. That dude is not getting Batman jacked. Nicholas is, Holt, that's his name. Yeah, uh, Nicholas he, Holt. He's he, more of a Superman looking guy to me. I could see him as Superman, but I think they're going to take that role out of Cavill's cold, dead hands because he keeps going back to petition well, he still, he still wants to actually play Superman. He's still not actually played Superman yet. No. So, <laughs> and the studio <laughs> has not it. said that uh, that he's dead in the water as him either. Right. No, there's been and, no announcement, but I also don't see him being Superman anymore. So, oh, uh, well, he's getting to be The Witcher now, too, so he's going to get fuck, well, you know, Netflix money. What would you guys think about Man of Steel? I love Man of Steel. I, Man of Steel <laughs> is actually my favorite Superman movie, without a doubt, because we got to see less stars and stripes, more the most successful illegal alien of all time movie, you know? <laughs> it's my second favorite after the motion picture. But how do you take the jump from Man of Steel to Batman versus Superman? Well, I, oh. I don't I don't want to see a Superman that is questioning who he is in the world. Who am I? What do I stand for? You know, Man of Steel, fine. That was his adventure, finding mm-hmm. that. But when he was still stuck in that mode after, I, did, I don't want to see well, that. I don't want to see Superman being The xenophobia uh, influence was from Grant Morrison, New 52 Action Comics. Because that was mm-hmm. that was wrote as xenophobia, and as that was happening, they were finishing the the final draft of that. So, uh, like, like Grant Morrison was talking about doing a xenophobic Superman for five years before he got to write it. When they yeah. and when they 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 copped it from Morrison, but they didn't get to see Morrison's delivery on it. But when Man of Steel ends, it ends with the xenophobia being over because right, right. he's talking to the military guy. Yeah, and, like, and it, that's glad a, you're glad you're watching out for us. Oh, sorry, guys. 
The TIE fighter just ran in. Into- <laughs> 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 uh, get out, everybody! <laughs> they, uh, but, okay, here's my here's my, my thing with Batman vs. Superman. Do not trash that movie to me and then tell me how good Civil War is because it's the same fucking plot. Oh, but it's delivered so much better. It makes sense <laughs> in Civil War, at least. No, it Civil doesn't. War, oh, by the way, well, for the characters. Okay. <laughs> by the way, Bucky killed your dad and you uh, are the smartest dude in the world and clearly know he was mind-controlled and now you want to fight him and you uh, blew up Captain America's shield for some reason. Okay. Like, yeah. Somebody complicated, killed my okay? dad. Somebody killed my dad. I don't give a shit if you were... If I find out that second... Like, if I found out, like, that second, like, he killed your dad, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I'm turning and being like, no, you're dead. And then after that, I'm like, oh, I killed my dad's killer. Now I feel bad, Steve, but fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> because he just told me he killed my father, dude. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> His stupid Colossus arm. All I, can, <laughs> all I can think of right now is Dave Chappelle when he did uh, Black George W. Bush. But tried to kill my father, man. <laughs> tried to kill my father. <laughs> Trying to kill my father. I love that. I love that skit. That movie's got its work cut out for it. Uh, I'm. I am kind of pissed that they shoved, They shelved the Green Lantern Corps movie for a while. We need a Green Lantern movie. We do. We need somebody to really understand how Jordan, though. You know what I mean? Really represent what he is. Just that I cocky. Did, I didn't hate the casting of him pilot. as as Ryan Reynolds. I hated the script, the director, the the fact that the, <laughs> and the Entertainment Weekly article they did that he looked like CGI Dane Cook for some reason. I still haven't figured that shit out. But oh, they, God, they just see need. They need to do a live action version of Green Lantern First Flight animated series movie. Yep. That's it. That's all you need, right there. Bam! Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Just cast that live. Oh, oh! I just thought about something about the Batson movie. <laughs> well, let's call it Matt, Matt Reeves Batman. I'm sorry. Um, okay, it's so Battinson. No. So, so <laughs> when we talk about uh, gender swap and race swap, you know, like we were talking about Jeffrey Wright, that's not a big deal. But here's the thing: if he's going to be Commissioner Gordon, then another redheaded character is going to be replaced by a person of color in a cinematic universe. And because <laughs> it's happened with Ariel, it happened with Mary Jane, it happened with, and it, it keeps happening. Oh, and it goes down and if it, they make his daughter Oracle or Batgirl. <laughs> right, right. So, so people are like going to be freaking out about that again. The the idiots online that are going to be like, see, they hate the redheads. They replace them with black people, and I don't like it. You know, but, <laughs> but like you know what? I see Barbara Gordon as Batgirl right now. Well. Or mixed, it doesn't matter, and it's I awesome. Know, if the actor, or the it's actress awesome. is good, shut up shut and enjoy it. Up. You're yeah. getting nice things. Now, now I'm thinking of really cool people playing. It's like how people are saying Rihanna is going to play Poison Ivy. I don't not like it because it's Rihanna or because it's a, a, a race swap. I don't like it because it's Rihanna and she can't act. Why are you so racist? Yeah, know, right. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. This took a. A, a dark turn <laughs> because that's what the incels are going to talk about when they listen to this and they're going to think that I'm on their side and I'm not <laughs> you suck I, I do think it's funny that the incels didn't know what to do about Robert Pattinson getting the casting mm. should I be mad or not I don't know but he's white still but uh, <laughs> my ex-girlfriend made me watch all the Twilight movies and I never admitted to anybody but her and my therapist that I actually really liked the third one <laughs> <laughs> There were some cool fights in that. I'm just saying. You know, I mean, werewolves are pretty cool. Danzig did photo shoots with them. Hey, werewolves are very fucking cool. Keep us uh, out of your. Keep your. Keep us out of your. So, so speaking. Of, so if we're going down the movies, though, uh, I'm. Ex- I, I wish we could have done this episode after Joker came out. I know. I know. There's going to be a lot to talk about on that yeah. one. Yeah. There's going to be. 
God. I like how today uh, uh, they they finally came forward and uh, Todd Phillips came forward and was like, this movie does not glorify violence. Right. This is a depiction of things that could happen in the real world and are based off of mental illnesses. And like you know Todd Phillips is sitting there scratching his head right now going, everybody that is bitching about this movie is going to go see the movie anyway so yeah. they can say that they saw it to bitch about it. Payday, payday, payday. And they're not doing a sequel. Like, he gives a damn. Yeah. They're not, he's not worried about the long-term tracking. He's going to make money on Oscar bait. My prediction, uh, I have one prediction right now for the Joker film, and I told you guys about this before, is that by the end of it, his character will inspire Joe Chill to assassinate uh, Thomas Wayne. That will be the one thing that will happen in the movie that will tie somewhat to the DC universe. But that, for, this is Black Label, which means Elseworlds now in DC talk. Right. Um, <laughs> for both the comics and the movies and whatever else they're going to do with it. So... Uh, so yeah, it's not going to have a sequel, but I think that that will be the one major tie is that he will inspire Joe Chill, and then I don't know if he'll die, but like we talked about, he will probably drift away. I don't think that he'll die. I think that the, the I think it'll be the, the the classic Joker just disappears to do other shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and they, if if they even if they kill him, who cares? We haven't seen the fucking movie. We don't know we what the no implication idea. of that could even no mean. But I know I can't wait. I can't wait. And I've said it last episode. I'm gonna say it this episode. I'm gonna say it every time it gets brought up. If you want a Joker movie done, get the guy that did the G.G. Allen documentary mm-hmm. to fucking direct it. Yep. <laughs> so I, do, do you think that they uh, they intentionally got this movie in right before Halloween to sell a shitload of Joker Halloween costumes? Because that's yeah. gonna be fifty percent of what you see this Halloween. Dude, everybody's gonna go to Hot Topic and spend so much money. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> I had green hair for three and a half years of my life as an adult touring stand-up comic and let me tell you I've never been so happy to not have green hair <laughs> as much as I am right the fuck now as I sit here I'm like oh god no uh, you mentioned uh, Elseworlds and, and Black Label and uh, you know really DC can be at their very finest uh, during that situation where they're making these self-contained out of continuity stories with a beginning and a middle and an end for me reading comics my whole life those are just some ones that stand out the most to me you know Arkham Asylum Killing Joke things of that nature I still say that uh, uh, Brightburn is just a Black Label Superman movie uh, to me the, the the Elseworlds books are my some of my favorite books besides Big Events which we can talk about that in just in a few minutes but yeah uh, Kingdom Come is my all-time favorite comic book. Amazing. Uh, and that's an Elseworlds tale, which, I mean, not really now. Uh, yeah, they brought it in. It's in the main continuity. It's just like I, I could used to, used to be able to say Watchmen is one of my favorite Elseworlds kind of stories because it wasn't connected, but now it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Iconic. I, that's the first Elseworlds I read. Yeah. When it, I remember going to Clinton Cards and Comics and Collectibles yeah, like you same. brought up. That's, <laughs> that's where I got it. And uh, it really... It's really awesome to read back then because I've not read any alternate universe stuff like that. At okay, that point. so the first time I got the Elseworld stuff, I didn't know what it was. Uh, the guy that uh, ran the comic book shop when I was a kid gave them to me and goes, "Hey, check these out." And I freaked out because one of them was the uh, the the one where if, uh, if uh, I think it was one of the attempts they've done a few of these where like Batman got a Green Lantern ring, oh, right. and I started freaking out, going, "Holy." F- Bruce Wayne's now now he's a Green Lantern too. <laughs> Nobody explained it to me, and then I got the next issue of Batman. I'm like, did I did I get an early issue or some shit? <laughs> but uh, no, those are the, Marvel to me never got this down outside of what ifs, and those are you know that's its own thing. The yeah, sixteen oh two, huh? Sixteen oh two. That's the other one. Go ahead. But, uh, they, the, <laughs> the, the, the Elseworlds shit they've shined at. 
They've really yeah. they don't mind taking the conceptions of their character if the writer is good enough and turn it on its damn head. And like look at the Earth One stuff. Red Sun. Yeah. Hey, Red Sun's iconic at this point. I mean, come on. Uh Red Sun is I, I still think Snyder would have tried to make a movie out of. But he would have tried to make it like continuity. I still think that there will be a that's... Red Sun movie at some point. There is a Red Sun animated film coming out. And it looks it looks fantastic. It does. And uh, again, speaking of DC Shining, their animated stuff is at the top of my list for, for what DC means to me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Their animated shit's on point, dude. Even the ones that are kind of iffy, I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the, the Killing Joke thing had some... That's that was rough. Yeah. But it was just the, the content. The, the Dark Knight one, though, was Perfect. fucking phenomenal. Uh the Court of Owls one, the Batman versus Robin one, I believe that's one. Uh, Batman and Son, Batman, something like that. It was one of those two. When you say it, when you say it, Batman and Son, it sounds like Sanford and Son. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here's Bruce and Damian <laughs> running up. But Danny Elfman's playing the theme. Son of Batman, Son of Batman, yeah. That's really cool. Anytime the Court of Owls can be there is great. I fucking love the Court of Owls. That's my favorite. Probably current Batman villains. And, and, you know, just before we leave the realm of the, the, the movies that are upcoming, I still can't believe how fucking good Shazam was. Oh, it's awesome. And uh, and we're getting it, and they're doing the trilogy. You know, it'll be Shazam, Shazam 2, two and, and, Black and then Adam. Black Adam, and then they'll meet. Then they'll be, they'll be together. Because, okay, so if you've seen some of the deleted scenes uh, off the Blu-ray, one of the deleted scenes is there are six chairs, and all the Shazamly sitting in the six chairs Ooh. and there's an extra chair and uh-huh. they said who's that chair for why is there seven of us and Darla says I don't know but I will treat them just like family that's definitely Black Adam's chair what they're yep. gonna do is okay Black the Black mm-hmm. Adam film this has been confirmed is a um, period piece it's going back and it's gonna take time take place during the the Egyptian times so it's gonna he's gonna be kind of a uh, anti-hero in that movie uh, it's going to star Hawkman, Hawkgirl, him, probably Vandal Savage. It's got to be Vandal Savage because they're all in that same interconnected backstory. Yeah. That sounds super awesome, by the way. It's yeah. all together. And, then and, and the, the Rock's pretty much confirmed all this stuff. So it's not just going to They're going to have a hard time topping. Uh, the Rock is confirmed. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. saying like, this story itself. Like, but, uh, they're going to have a hard time topping the Vandal Savage from Legends of Tomorrow and from all that shit. Yeah. But you just drag in that dude that played Lucian from the first uh, Underworld movie, make him Vandal Savage. Uh, I think he's not a character you need to really go that much into. I'm ancient. I'm an evil fuck. And just roll camera. <laughs> no. And then he just kind of wanders off into the desert like halfway through the movie and never comes back. I, that's what I want. And then, then of course, with Shazam 2, you've got Mr. Mind. You've got that to set up. You've got the... Uh, the so you can start at the... Uh, what were they called? The Axis of Evil? Yeah, yeah. I think, the I think it's Axis of Evil. Uh, something like that. Uh, from DC, that, that was Mr. Mind and Luther and all that stuff. Um, uh, it was the poor man's Savannah. Legion of Doom. Yeah, Savannah. <laughs> Not Luther. I meant Savannah. Uh, so they're going to be doing the whole seven realms thing. You know, there are seven realms because Mr. Mind says that at the end of the film. He's like, you know, you know nothing well, about the seven realms. With the money that they've made off Shazam and the money they're going to make off Black Adam, y'all bitches just better get ready for a decade of, uh, yeah. of Shazam shit because that's that's happening. It's the perfect superhero film, uh, Shazam, I feel like, because it's like the perfect progression of superhero from learning powers to ultimately getting powers and at, by the end... Giving to giving being able to 
share his powers. It, it's the perfect superhero. And film. it dealt with the ramification of your powers without blowing up a whole damn city. Also, you gotta have Black yeah, Adam yeah. in the story. You gotta have Black Adam in the story eventually because these guys are still freaking kids. <laughs> and nobody's there to like guide them to like, hey, this is how you need to fight crime. They're a bunch of kids. So Black Adam's gonna be like their big brother, I guess. <laughs> I think that'll, that's how it'll probably work out, though. So, from family friendly to definitely not going to be <laughs> Birds of Prey. Oh, God. So, this is one of the other rated R films, supposedly, right? Yeah. This is going to be rated R. And it's weird because uh, this is leads this is lead right into the next thing here for Suicide Squad. The, the new Suicide Squad's not a sequel. No. No, it's a reboot. It, it's, it, a, it's, it's a reboot. It's a but, C-boot. But, it's a soft reboot. <laughs> but for some reason, they, like, they're like they still a, a, a Harley from the... There are four members still. You got okay. Viola Davis is back as uh, Amanda Waller because who else in the world would you cast as that? She's right. perfect. Perfect. Margot Mar- Robbie is. I didn't realize Margot Robbie's actually in Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like she'll be there about ten minutes, <laughs> maybe a little uh, bit. Um, <laughs> Jai Courtney is back. Got to have Boomerang. He's go- he's always on the team anyway. Him and Harley. I would watch just a movie of Boomerang oh, going from bar to bar, getting drunk and throwing like bar fights and shit. <laughs> it'd be hilarious. Like, give him a movie. Um, Flash Rogues movie would be awesome. And uh, Joel Kinnaman is coming back as Ran- as a uh, not Randall Flag. That's <laughs> a different thing altogether. Um, Rick Flag. So we've got the list pulled up for Suicide Squad. Uh, we'll get back to Birds of Prey in a minute. Let's do this while we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got the cast list. We don't know who plays who for most of this. I know a few. It's a hell of a list, though. If you know them, I'll let you read them down then, because if you know them, then you can okay, put yeah. it with it. But we're going to do uh, 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 Alive or Dead. Yeah, Alive or Dead. And also, if I don't know them, we're going to uh, be like, who could this possibly be for like five seconds? Um, okay, so first is David Desmalchin, and... Um, I asked you to read these names because I know I could never get that. <laughs> uh, he is fantastic. Uh, he's been, awesome. He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, where would people mostly know him? Ant-Man. From? Well, he's in Ant-Man. He's in Ant-Man. He's in Dark Knight. He's the... the oh, that's right. That's right. He's the, the guy that Joker gets to take to shoot the bullet at um, Gordon. Yeah, the massive plot hole that Batman suddenly could find... Uh, uh, him in an ambulance stolen by Harvey Dent and had somehow knew exactly where the ambulance was Harvey Dent was and had time to change into his Batman costume after a car wreck the Dark Knight's full of shit okay <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I know him from Smoothie uh, from Happy Happy is a fucking awesome show I love that show and he just cracked me up in that just nailed it um, he's Smoothie? yeah yeah, yeah he's smoothie. I never fucking realized that another great comic book show that uh, got cancelled way too fucking early oh yeah no, I, that might be coming back though we'll see um but he's playing a polka dot man. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> or mm, that's a red herring, man, because you get a character that's that silly. And his power set's interesting. And his so. power set's very interesting. He could get to the end. He could definitely get. I think the bigger names are going to be the people you're going to lose. Like John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> Dead. 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 And he's playing Peacemaker, a very... Uh, dead character. <laughs> very dead character. He's kind of like if uh, Joel Kinnaman's character, Rick Flagg, were like raised by Nazis. Uh, also the, 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 um, he became a good guy kind of eventually, but he still has his ways. So yeah, he's dead. Um, <laughs> Jai Courtney's back. I'm going alive. Alive. Yes. Yep. He's going to leave probably, he'll bolt halfway through. Like he, he always does. Yeah. He's going to, you'll find him in a post credit scene in a bar going, oh, I'm going to go. I'll be right there guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, there are several, uh, this, uh, I think this is being shot in Latin America and there are several Latinx, uh, characters that are in this, uh, Joaquin Casillo, 
I don't know who he's going to play. I don't know a lot of uh, what they're going to bring with the Latinx um, community into this movie. I mean, because the last movie, we had one character like that. Oh, like, Diablo. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. He died. died uh, uh, quotes, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, fingers in the air for that one. Uh, here comes a big one. Nathan Fillion. My boy. <laughs> dead. <laughs> dead. Definitely dead. Uh, it, it, but if he does make it, it would be awesome. And uh, who do you guys think that Nathan Fillion could possibly be? Hard to say. I'm glad to see him get the work, though. Anybody they fucking want, because it's Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Kite Man. Oh. I'm hoping and praying for Kite Man. Dude, he'd actually make a super fucking dope Kite Man. I know. <laughs> I mean, we know that this movie with Gunn could get just absurd and fucking ridiculous. And James shit, Gunn's so. whole marketing about this is they die. Mm. Yeah, like, no, he said don't get attached. Yeah, don't get attached. No. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of dead people. Uh, Joel Kinnaman returning as Rick Flagg, of course. He'll live. Yeah. Uh, Mailing Ying, uh, she's a martial artist, and I'm not sure what character she's playing. I don't know if she will be taking over the role. I thought she was taking over Katana. Katana, I, that makes sense because I know that what's her name can't take over the role Katana right now because of something going on with um, contracts or whatever. So she'll probably take over as Katana because uh, how can you have it without Katana, man? Right. I mean, like you got to have Katana. She's one of the. Uh, uh, Flula Borg. Oh, my God. Flula Borg. Oh, I hate this. Flula Borg. I know a lot of you guys Flula hate Borg. him. I just like to say it. Flula Borg. Flula Borg. It, it uh, sounds like the, the dish at a restaurant that you dare your friends to eat. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, he's dead. I'm, I'm going oh, yeah, to that Flula Borg will not make it. He'll uh, probably be Captain Nazi. Uh, because this movie is going to be... Uh, the, there's been some leaks about the script um, that it's probably going to be about some uh, an alien object that Nazis got to back in the World War II and they're having to get to it to try to get it away from someone. Like the Tesseract? Like way worse. <laughs> like stuff they were building. No, this is very Wolfenstein is what they've said. So stuff that they were cool. building. Like the Tesseract. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very Suicide Squad-y kind of story if you think about it. Um, who else we got here? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sean Gunn. Of course he's going to be in it. Alive. <laughs> Alive, definitely. Uh, who could he play? Who could he? Whoever his brother tells him to. Could he be motion capture? Probably. I mean, but you know, even in even in, even when he did um, Guardians, you know, he does all of Rocket's movements, but also that he plays. Um, his, uh, What's uh, his name that takes over for the? Uh, Craglin. Craglin, yeah. thank you. Uh, takes over for Yondu. Yeah. So, uh, not sure who he's going to be. A uh, couple more. Let's see. Uh, Storm Reed. Apparently, she is going to be uh, somehow related to Idris Elba's character. Did they uh, did they cast him official yet? Idris Elba is on the list right down there, and he is more than likely Bronze Tiger. And if you don't believe that, that dude is really good at martial arts. <laughs> um, he's also the man. He is also the man. Um Let's see who we got here. Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the casting has now hit everything but the kitchen sink, and the kitchen sink's the next name we drop. How exciting is it that Pete Davidson is going to be in this movie? Probably playing someone sad, but not really. Like that's Pete Davidson. He's going to die because so many people are going to be so happy because so many dudes cannot stand Pete Davidson because he gets all these beautiful women, and he's always just like, mm, I don't really care. But I love Pete Davidson. I think he's I one of the too. best parts of SNL. The only things that's holding it up at this point. Um, let's see. Taika, All of those are reasons Taika he has to die, by the way. Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. Full on madness. Let's just do it. Just have him in the movie. <laughs> I think he'll be a voice. If you don't know who uh, he is and you listen to this show, 
sorry. I don't, I, 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 I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> Google him now and see all the beautiful things that he's given you. <laughs> Learn the YTT. He's, uh, he's why Thor Ragnarok is such a delight. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, see Jack character there as well, uh, or voice of on something. He might be like a, a as busy as that dude is. All the projects that he has, yeah, it's not. Uh, there's no fucking way he's, he's there in person. He's got to be, be vo. He's got to be Hitler and Jojo Rabbit. Uh, Alice Braga, I know her from something, and I can't think Ooh. of it. I think she might have been uh, in that Latinx. Um, Superhero, superheroine film that I watched, Lady Something, a little while back. I Lady Something in theaters now. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy Lady Something, por favor. Um, That's got to be a porn title. Steve Ag. Uh, he's King Shark, right? Yeah, he's going to be King Shark. Uh, that's Taserface. I think it's Taser. I'm pretty sure he's in uh, Guardians. It's one of the main major. major uh, I'm saying Steve Ag uh, uh, dies because they don't want to have to keep animating King Shark. Yeah, yeah, that, that, but I don't know, though. Killer Croc made it through. See, I don't know a few of these people. Uh, one of the... Peter Capaldi. Uh, yeah, he really stands out. The Twelfth Doctor. Um, <laughs> one of these things does not belong. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking... Here's my idea. I'm thinking they might throw a couple characters in this to expand the DC Universe. <laughs> and I'm thinking Martian Man. Dude, Whoa. I've not thought of this because nice. with all of the world building that they can do out of this for the next launch of DC movies, Peter Capaldi's too big of a fucking name right now for the roles that he can take to be a walk-on role unless it's the irony of him being a walk-on role and killing him. Uh, also, you have Nathan Fillion, and uh, have you thought about the fact that he could just be a Green Lantern? If Nathan Fillion is a Green Lantern, I will go get a Green Lantern tattoo the moment I walk the fuck out the theater. Fillion is how Jordan is shitting me. That would be incredible. Yeah, and he's been Green Lantern a lot. I mean, as far as voice work goes. Right, right. Like, I mean, he is is Hal Jordan. He is Hal Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just think about it, dude. I mean, just because that, you know, they're not big, big doesn't mean anything. Viola Davis, of course, returning. Idris Elba. Bronze Tiger, definitely. The, the, uh, these be... are the list of people that are not going to die. Viola Davis, Idris yeah. Elba, Margot Robbie's back as uh, Harley. They can't kill her. No. And then the biggest, best part of this, Michael Rook. fucking Rooker. Rooker. The Rook. Michael Rooker is in this, and I know I have my theory. You guys can have your own theories, but mine is my favorite, that he's going to be Leonard Snart, Captain Cold. It's too perfect. No, no, that's what I've been hoping for, too. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, okay... I think he's going to live, or Marco Rooker's going to stop working for Gunn because all you do is kill me. <laughs> no, he'll live, and he'll be a big part of this, and he'll be Captain Cold, and Captain Cold will be the bad guy in the Flash movie, and all will be well. Just imagine him in the glasses and the hoodie. Oh, They're still goodness. saying the Flash movie's happening. They are. They are. Uh, the dude that plays for Ezra Miller, I think mm-hmm. is his name, has said even if he has to fund the damn thing in pre-production himself... That they want to do it. He just needs to drop that darkness shit, man. It's like he wants to make a dark movie, and I'm like, it's the Flash, bro. That's what I'm saying. Not not every DC movie needs to be. But he dark. wants to do Flashpoint. But no, no, we don't need to. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, They're yeah. doing some crazy stuff over there. I wanted to bring something up really fast. If you've not noticed all this stuff, though, if Joker does good with Black Label stuff, does that re? Does that move? the metric for superhero films. Now, can an auteur come in, take a character that they want to touch on DC's side, make this Elseworlds tale that's... It's still an IP, but they make a lower-budget 
very, very serious fucking movie. I've been saying this whole time, I think this is what the experiment is, because right now DC needs some outlets to get yeah. some well-known movies that are good, critically reviewed, that can make some money. Their franchise ability took a shit. So, yeah. like, doing well, they, these... quit, they started trying to copy Marvel. They're always wondering what Marvel's doing. How can we get Marvel? Just fucking ignore Marvel and be DC. Yeah. And they're doing Use that with... multiverse. Yeah, right. they're doing that with Joker right now, and now, I mean, they're basically in a multiverse, because God knows what world the fucking Birds of Prey exists in. <laughs> there are... They've got to have some way to tie that to the new Suicide Squad. There are three timelines right now. This was explained to me the other day. The DCEU is the OG. That's the one that stopped with Justice League. Everything since then has been a soft reboot of the DCEU, which right. is the worlds of DC. That The worlds of DC that include the uh, in-continuity stuff would be Wonder Woman, Shazam, Aquaman... They're loosely tied back to Justice League. That's the only one that they're loosely tied to, though, is partially Justice League. But they don't even... Aquaman only mentions one thing. Right. It meant, uh, you helped us against Steppenwolf. Or, we helped you against Steppenwolf. That's it. Uh, Shazam mentions a few things. Um, but still, even then, it mentions characters. It doesn't mention it like the events that have happened a lot. There was the one thing about the Russian family and all that shit. So, I think what the... the so, you got that second one, right? That's all the stuff after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in continuity. Probably even Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. It's just also a soft reboot into this new thing they're moving into, where there will be main continuity, worlds of DC. The whole thing is worlds of DC. Main continuity is kind of like, let's just call it DCEU. Uh, middle continuity is where those two can possibly converge with characters. You and think this is the, why Wonder Woman's set in 1984? Exactly. And the far right continuity is. Black Label. So some stuff I think might intersect. I think the Suicide Squad could intersect and be a rated R film. But what I think would even be cooler is they don't make it a rated R film, and you don't have to be a Black Black Label film to be a rated R film under DC, and it's just a world's a DC film, and it just happens to be rated R. Because it's in continuity. It is. Because Joel Kinnaman and those guys are there. This is why we don't have to hit the new Wonder Woman thick. We're all going to go see it. Yeah, and fuck it's, it. it's, it's gonna a be great. fucking period piece in the 80s. Yeah, we're going to go fucking see it. Yeah, it's just done. Yeah. Done. Right there. Done. And uh, they're getting Kristen Wiig to do Cheetah. Yeah, I'm yeah, going. Awesome. I'm no, fucking yeah, no. going. Um, the suit looks fantastic. The, 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 the Kingdom Come armor. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's going to be fucking dope. It's the colors of Motu. Like, you, you, like, you don't even have to. Like, uh, when it comes to the new Wonder Woman, you're like, okay, I'm just going to go. But like yeah. Birds of Prey and Suicide Squads, where the speculation is just fucking heavy right now, yeah. I want to know how, how they're going to justify the the Birds of Prey team existing, and them not be able to talk about Batman. Uh, they are going to talk about Batman. Bat Batinson or Dude, or Batfleck? They're, they're talking about Leto, but they're talking about Leto's Joker because the movie starts with her leaving his ass. Like there's pictures of him on set. It's not Jared Leto of a guy dressed like Jared Leto's Joker. And her leaving his Yeah, I saw, I saw the thing where he slipped in his NDA and said that he was pissed. Oh, he's pissed. He's super pissed. But he's still attached he's to still the attached. role. Yeah, and I think he can come back. Just wipe I, that shit off your fucking face, bro. <laughs> Get off your face. What's wrong with you? I don't... Okay. I don't hate him as a Joker casting for one reason. We haven't seen him play exactly. it. He, they, they edited 30 minutes of him out of the movie that was a part of the original script mm-hmm. so they could do that stupid montage thing they hired a movie trailer company to go do and to make a big CG battle with an enchantress that makes no goddamn sense. No, it's fuck that. We, I can't talk about that without getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to miss Will Smith. 
Oh, he carried I that movie too. on his shoulders so hard. Him and Margo. Him and Margo, yeah. Uh, and Jai Courtney, but I mean, Jai he Courtney. didn't have enough dialogue to really carry. He had just enough what dialogue, waste. actually, what for Boomerang. Finally, Wonder, Jai Courtney's good once. Wonder Woman was <laughs> the movie Jai that Courtney. really. Uh, Wonder Woman's the movie that showed DC that a heart and soul can really do well for them. You know, it wasn't yes. the first DC movie that was just chock full of just unlikable dicks you didn't want to be around. The only thing, my only bitch about Wonder Woman, outside of the fact that the beginning of it is Wonder Woman begins, uh, you know, like Batman begins, Wonder Woman begins. The second one is her Captain America, and the third one is the third act is fire until. Oh no! I just need a man. Like Wonder Woman did not need to find love or have a love interest or need a man. That just defeats her but it's independence. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, you got to bear in mind. I took a, I took my daughter to see it, and that was like it was, she, when we were leaving the theater. I was like, you know, you don't need no man to be strong. She said, but Wonder Woman did. I'm like, oh god! I hope this message doesn't spread to kids. <laughs> Here's the big surprise that I want out of Suicide Squad, tying it into Wonder Woman. I want by the end of that movie. Were it to tie for it to tie to Wonder Woman 1984, by allowing Steve Trevor to be the new leader of the Suicide Squad, the way he's supposed to be, the way he's been for the last 15 fucking years in comics, or 10 at least. 10, uh, I can think of right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Steve Trevor leading the squad. So go. <laughs> so here's an, something else that I wanted to uh, to get into is, okay, in my opinion, I like the comics for DC better since uh, New 52. I've, I loved New 52. I've loved uh, thing, Rebirth and everything afterwards. I love them uh, mostly because I'm a I'm Green Lantern obsessive, and the only like metric that you have in Marvel to Green Lantern is the Nova Core, which is stupid. <laughs> oh, how dare you, sir. No, I mean, to, just to try to hold the comparison. I mean, oh, that's yeah. the closest thing that they have, and, right. that's, and it, doesn't, it doesn't attach. They're fucking space cops, I, hey. Nova's great, but the rest are... Bleh. Yeah, I like Nova as a character. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Not Frankie Ray. Uh, here's the thing. Okay. The ring itself is the most powerful weapon in the universe, and it's powered by willpower to overcome fear. I, I have been through so many depressed streaks in my life and just binge read the Jeff Johns run of Green Lantern from the way that he talks about like open tragedy and shit in like in the head in head dialogue while he's using the ring like overcome he, he's basically like if you're a Green Lantern you're basically working out your shit while saving the universe yeah and the, the, it, it's so dope like I can't I, I I've got this list of DC like storyline recommendations to give to people, and I, I've been working on it for this show, too. And I'm like, what, how do I pick one part of the Jeff Johns run? Okay, I don't. Just read the whole damn thing. Because when you get The Blackest Night, it is the one of the best goddamn things DC has ever done. And it's a tough sell, too, because I remember when it came out, people were like, wait a minute, now there's a rainbow core? Like, every color gets a ring? How did it take them to, like, the year 2000 to think of other colors of rings? There was, no, there's been yellow for years. Well, there was well yellow, yeah, there's Sinestro, and there was, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Star Sapphire. Star Sapphire. Star Sapphire. Yep. I was trying to say it, too. I was like, I know what. Ran by female Hal Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> but, no shit. But it's, it's, it's such, like, a, Green Lantern's such. That's why I want a Green Lantern movie so bad because it's such a hard sell to explain to people. But you can even start from them, them resurrecting Hal Jordan from the first miniseries of Jeff Johns writing it, and just read that whole fucking story arc, and it make total fucking sense, and it'd be fine. You can do it during Emerald Light or Emerald Night. Yep. I mean, that's the story, and I mean, and you can even bring it. Look, the idea that they had with the movie they did was fine the idea was fine the, the execution sucked I mean and they shouldn't have turned Parallax into a giant smoke the, monster well no the green, but, they, they but, made him Galactus from final, the second yep, uh, Fantastic Four movie but, but if they hadn't have 
mucked up the the CGI and everything, and they'd done the core the right way. That's exactly the same way I would have done the first movie. He find, meets Abin Sur. He gets the ring. Right, he goes right. to meet them. All the details are there. Sinestro is still a Green Lantern. He Sinestro trains him. The movie ends with Sinestro turning on the core and killing people with a giant robot. Sequels coming, and then Parallax is done like three times, th- three movies in, dude. You don't do Parallax, right? Don't don't start. Dude, don't, don't, start. <laughs> don't, don't don't lead with the final punch. It's like starting with Phoenix, and it's so hard to explain to people when they wrote in these fucking like these entities that can you know power the batteries that power the rings. Like, that, I'm a huge nerd. Even for me, that was a stretch when they first introduced it that you had to work around. And then by the time yeah. Jeff Johns got a hold of it and fixed it. But it's, it's such a good story. And it's stuff I find, like, a lot of collectors don't pick up Green Lantern. I'm like, fucking why? Morrison is doing batshit crazy with Green Lantern. Right? I mean, uh, stuff with Green Lantern right now. Mm-hmm. He's, he's on this concept where the ring, you know, it makes projections about willpower. But he's taken it to that old original school level where the ring, if you have the willpower, it can fucking do anything it can open up stargates it can like create fucking life it can make a planet like it's it's, it's and the only person that's touched with that and fucked with it is when hal jordan used a ring and killed a guardian because mm. he had a stronger will than the actual fucking people that made the rings by and the way the green lantern always ends up saving the day at the end of every big dc story oh i don't know if you've ever yeah. noticed but a green lantern is the linchpin of saving Everybody, almost every time, it's, everybody else is down, and somehow a lantern does something. Well, to that point, you could say Flashpoint is the reason that Flash is probably the most powerful, non-God-powered like, person in DC. Oh, he is God-powered. Like, like, <laughs> who's going who's gonna, like, to win in a fight, Flash or Superman? Uh, uh, Flash, because he'll go back in time and you know, punt a baby. Yeah. Uh, if you know, he really wants to be crazy, Eobard Thawne is who you need to be afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> what a crazy fuck name that is to you, by the way. He came up with Eobard Thawne as a name. Well, that had, Eobard? To, that that had to be some like family name from the writer. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking Uncle Eobard, man. He always was trying to get me to play his fucking train set. I fucking hate his train sets. <laughs> Who's Poor the biggest Wally. prick we know? Uncle. Poor Wally West. Theobard. What did you guys think of Wally West? Was he your Flash or was uh, he's my was Barry? Flash. He was my Barry Flash. Allen's my Flash all the way. Uh, I grew up. Allen. I grew up with Wally. I did too. Wally. I'm a little older. It should be Barry, but I never really read that much about Barry. Uh, my first impression of Barry was him running into becoming a skeleton mm-hmm. in Crisis, yep. and then Same. it was Wally for me. So yep. yeah, I was like, oh, Barry did a really cool thing one time, and he's gone now. Right. <laughs> my dad really liked him, but like. This is all Wally West, and he was the snarky one. He was the character that Ezra Miller was trying to be in. He was the one on the Justice, Justice League, League cartoon. Yeah, that's like who everyone thinks of the Flash is for I generations. Like, I was like, why is he playing? Another thing to bitch about with Justice League. He shouldn't have been Barry Allen. He was being Wally West. Yeah. Smart ass. Yeah. Smart yeah. Smart yeah. But they made him Barry Allen because the TV show was fucking popular. Period. <laughs> you know what, DC? You want to fix your shit? Listen up. Somebody out there, please. <laughs> connect your your TV shows tangentially to your movies like you're doing everything else make it all connect work it together and you've got something that that, that Marvel cannot do except for their Disney Plus stuff you and can with bring crisis, stuff from cable of crisis they have the chance to do it and I fucking promise you they're not going to do it they're not going to do it but but we are getting Tom Welling as Superman we yeah. are getting Brandon Routh as Superman awesome we are getting which is weird because if you watch Legends it's like okay how many right yeah, I know. How, many, how many people is Brandon Routh going to fucking be because he'll be Ray too because uh, Ray will show up. Oh, Brandon uh, Ruth. They'll put him in the helmet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll just be the Adam. Yeah. Uh, also, Ray will show up. The Ray, hopefully, again. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, God, bring him back. Like, make him a part of the Legends, please. The Ray from Earth X is amazing. Um, 
what, what was he dating Midnighter in the? I can't remember who his boyfriend was, but he got killed. I can't recall. Anybody anyway. remember a Superman return? Speaking of Brandon Ruth, yeah, <laughs> he's going to be Kingdom Come Superman right, in right. this, based on that kind of idea. It's an odd movie that one. It's like an episode of Will and Grace with capes. Yeah, that's another one of those fucking like when they, especially when they cast Kevin Spacey. You know, when you can cast Kevin Spacey, holy right. <laughs> <laughs> Where they meet oohed his ass off the island. Oh God! Uh, Celebrity hunting season. And and Brandon Routh was not a bad Superman. No, I mean they, they were trying to do Christopher Reeves, and they they did it well enough. But I, I was never sold on that version of Alex myself. A little bit too wacky for my taste. He, but, he was. Uh, he it, did nail it. When it started off, I was like, oh, he's going to be sinister. He's going to be like Clancy Brown. By the way, still the best Lex Luthor is Clancy Brown. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Second, Michael Rosenbaum, who won't be in the the show. By the way, but anyway, um. Yeah, it started off, and I was like, Kevin Spacey is going to kill this. This is going to be insane. He's going to be Lex finally the way he should. And he was silly-ass fucking wig-wearing Lex Luthor all over again wanting to make land. It was still that bullshit about land. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Lex. Like, God, get a a fucking hobby, man. If I make enough land, my hairline shall return. (laughs) Dude, you have so much money, you can buy Australia. Fuck that. How about, I don't know, you go and invest in like cool armor and stuff like your comic book version does. Be a mad scientist and a businessman. Why did mad scientists oh, want to buy Australia? It's in Dr. Horrible, too. <laughs> listen, listen, if Donald Trump and Elon Musk had a child, uh, uh, made a clone of themselves, it would be Lex Luthor. If, if, you, if, you, if, you mix their, if you mix their DNA together, what comes out is Lex. I am glad they quit trying to make him Superman, though. That was weird. And that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't me being like uh, political or anything. I'm just saying like money, power, and ego. Yeah, and know. the art of the deal. Uh, that same cover from the art of the deal from his book was the Lex Luthor book from the '80s. It's the same. It's it's Lex standing in the paint, painted the same way as Donald Trump from that book. So yeah. He was based on him <laughs> before he was ever president. So, so what's your DC storyline you wish people could? I know when Scott Snyder was writing Batman, me and uh, and Michael would text and call each other every new yeah. comic book day to see who read it first. That's what CK and I are doing with the House of X shit right now. It's oh. the same thing. The same as soon as the issue closes, oh my God! Yeah, it's the same fucking thing. Uh, I mean, that time was amazing. Uh, it was, that, and that's another one of those storylines you can't pick a graphic novel or not graphic novel oh blasphemy sorry a collected uh, work of and to go like read these eight issues like no fucker you, no. you start at issue one you read to 52 you're not going to want to stop no. um, especially when you got into like we were talking about the Court of Owls um, Court of Owls is still the best I don't know modern Batman story oh uh, uh, I loved the whole uh like the death of the family. I was just about to well, say that, that was a great that. follow-up to yeah. it. That yeah. was amazing, I, I, and especially the God, whole, you can't pull them apart, can you? The whole yeah. drive up, you can't. And the whole drive of Joker wanting to fuck his whole family up because he has attention to other people. That's not Joker. That's the fucking best Joker well, plot ever. The scene when he thought he'd tricked everyone into thinking he'd cut their faces off. Uh, he'd numb their faces and wrap them all yeah. up in bandages and yeah, you're sitting around a, that table and it looked like he'd literally cut all their faces off that's that another thing amazing. that was so hard to explain to people They're like what's the Joker up to I'm like oh he cut his own face off uh, <laughs> he took his face off off and uh, now he's stapled it back to himself and he's batshit crazy by the way there's also a room filled with dead Harleys enjoy <laughs> <laughs> Man, and like, and he came to work too. Like, he didn't yep. show up like in a Joker outfit. He was down in the, he was down in those sewers, formulating his plan for death of the family. With he was wearing orange coveralls and like a tool belt. Yeah, with Joe's garage on it. Yeah, with <laughs> Joe's garage, working on these traps and shit. 
And I mean, like, he was bringing Jigsaw. Like, he was like, I am yep. going to Jigsaw these motherfuckers. And that's exactly what he did. And it came back around for the, how it ends out, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's another thing that was hard to explain to people. Like, they, they, what are they going to do to Batman? Like, uh, kill him? But that happens, like, every five years to Batman. <laughs> uh, oh, how are they going to kill him? Oh, he he's friends with Joker. it's so hard to explain and even that's like not even a spoiler as much as it's trying to explain that storyline yeah it's so it's not it's fucked up but not convoluted the best to me the best dc storylines that fell together as far as the big events too uh was the whole lead-in from identity crisis into infinite crisis into 52 yeah that whole time like i mean and it was it was hard on me because we lost somebody, you know, DC, what were we saying earlier about don't kill? The die continuously. The, <laughs> die continuously. <laughs> Fucking, that's not true if you're Ted Cord. Um, uh, you just die and then they don't bring you back. Uh, which they kind of, they have now, of course. I mean, they've, they've, they've fixed some of that. But, and they'll kill him again. Die continuously. Uh, no, is going to kill him. He kills everybody that everyone loves. Um, we it's lost so Ted hard to Cor- do a positive nerd show with that with him in DC, right? Now. I know, like I'm like, I'm like, I'm like what are you crumpling doing? shit. What are you doing? I mean, they killed he, he killed Ted Cord. That was epic, though. I mean, and you know, Maxwell Lord got his neck snapped by Wonder Woman. Because let me tell you something about Wonder Woman, real quick. <laughs> okay, you got the Trinity. You've got Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Batman, he'll uh, he takes the slow knife approach. He'll he'll put you in his He'll put you in the Batcave for six months on IVs and, <laughs> and torture you, and you know. But he's not crazy. Superman will save the, save the day, and he'll take you out as efficiently as possible without harming you. Wonder Woman will kill a motherfucker. Will kill you. Snap she is ferocious. <laughs> Neither one of them likes scrapping with her because nope. they know what's going to happen. There's a line for her. She's like, "No, fuck it. I'm going to solve this right now." Yeah, and, and, and I mean, she, and her, she brings a ferocity that scares both. This that Wolverine thing. She has that kind of Wolverine thing where she just goes. Full Amazon, and it's like, oh, God. There's, there's an issue of Justice League, and I'm wanting to say it was in the Jeff Johns run for that, too, because Jeff Johns, anything in D.C. is always going to be perfect. But uh, That's true. Kind of true. I mean, and, uh, I, there, there was, I think it was a Jeff Johns issue where she starts going batshit, and they look at Hal Jordan, and they're like, are you going to stop her? He's like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, well, you made a Green Lantern go, I'm not fucking with that. No, <laughs> no, she's mad. Like, they can blow up the, 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 there's the one bitch I have about DC is every time I see the words anti-monitor or monitor show up I want to jump out a fucking window I know it's like stop it okay it was good up until the crisis this last crisis but that's it uh, and infinite crisis and uh, what was was there another one after that a big crisis before uh, new 52 or they blur together uh, new 52 52 went into new 52 and that was just kind of it right? yeah 52 went into uh, the flashpoint to new 52 right yeah, that's it. Flashpoint. Yeah. That was the in between. Yeah. Flashpoint also awesome. Uh, I mean, all that yep. together. It's, it's, all it's, those. Yeah, they they took a serious risk. What's going to happen? Uh, Flash finally tries to save his mom and he fucks up the entire universe. Here we go. And it didn't just fuck up Earth. It fucked up the universe. Right. <laughs> Who's your favorite DC hero and DC villain? And you can pick you can pick a team like a team too. Ooh. You can pick a team. Michael three, three go first. Things, three things. Three oh, things. I have to. Do I have to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my favorite DC hero. I, it, I'm just gonna have to go with Batman. I don't That's care if it's cliche. Fine. It's just who left the most impact on me as a kid, from the '60s show to the Burton movie to the animated series to all of it. It's just it, it's really it's really gonna have to be him for me. Um, as far as favorite villain, 
Fuck, man. That's hard because that's one thing DC has Marvel beat to fucking death on. Well, just villains. characters in general. The it's, amount of characters. It's hard to beat Sinestro as a fucking villain. Yeah. Sinestro's on my list for yeah. fucking sure. Um, mine uh, is a team. Or what's your, what would be your favorite team team, though? Like, as far as, like, just a team. You know, I, this is going to be weird and obscure. Uh, I really, really loved what Tinian did with Detective Comics and that little team he had I'm going kind on of in the Watchtower. I'll go with that, that or cool. the Green Lantern Corps book that they kind had of, that was solid a few years ago. Kind of like the quote-unquote outsiders, but they weren't the outsiders. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Clayface yeah. was hanging out with yeah, him on yeah. the team. That was awesome. Yeah, Hero Clayface is awesome, by the way. Uh, well, anti-hero. <laughs> anti-hero Clayface. <laughs> um, I would say my favorite hero is... Uh, a. I have to use two because they go together is uh, blue and gold that's Booster awesome. Gold and Blue Beetle um, without a doubt like I, not even a question and really representing like a very specific era of DC yeah. characters yeah, yeah. Um, but also you know I love Guy Gardner and Plastic Man all those see this is that. why it's hard for me to pick in DC because there's so many members yeah. of the Green Lantern Corps I think are fucking phenomenal well, yeah, yeah. like Guy Gardner's been how many different fucking people now like, they, Warrior Guy Gardner we Warrior. don't talk about awesome Red Lantern Guy Gardner yeah. uh, unpowered alcoholic mechanic Guy Gardner there's been a lot he's always <laughs> badass uh, favorite villain uh, that actually gentleman ghost <laughs> okay uh I really like horror stuff, right. and Gentleman Ghost was always really neat to me. I don't know why. Like, does does Larfreeze count as a villain? Yeah, Larfreeze sure. counts. I'll put Larfreeze on my list. Put Sinestro on my list. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, you just can use any, any fucking Landry's. Batman villain. Just any fucking Batman villain. They're all. Like, yeah. Uh, and my favorite team, uh, Titans. Not Teen Titans. Just, uh, just Titans. Like uh, the recent, the, the, when they grew up a little bit, and it was Wally and. There's and such a uh, legacy and history behind those characters. Yeah. I gotta go with uh, Hal Jordan and Barry Allen. That probably is my two favorite. And no. I know it's cliche. The brave but and the bold, baby. You can't. You can't not say Batman. You can't not. I mean, we all know he's crazy. You all know he's batshit. Like his, his parents died, and he's an orphan billionaire, and he's like the only one that didn't become a TMZ tragedy and instead became a ninja. I mean, it's a little bit of a stretch. And that we know of. He's a billionaire that doesn't invest in his own city's infrastructure to stop you know, crime. He'd rather dress up like a ninja and give people that might be innocent hip dysplasia. Who fucking knows? <laughs> I know. I know. And I'm bringing it up right now. And I'm bringing up a case against Bruce Wayne. Because his family built fucking Mercy Hospital. And yeah, he won't kill you, but every single criminal that he runs into, he puts them in a coma or he breaks their back and he really fucks them up. Bad. And you know what? He's running an insurance scam out of Mercy Hospital because he's putting these motherfuckers in, in there. And then he's like, they're just laid up in there. They can't say anything because they're all vegetabled out. And the, yeah, he's running an insurance scam. Fuck him. There was an issue. I think Finch might have wrote it when he was doing Dark Knight. Uh, where uh, he goes to look at uh, Batman goes to into a hideout looking for uh, I think it was Mad Hatter or some shit and that all of the henchmen that are in there had just gotten out of jail mm-hmm. and they're all talking about the injuries that they have and Batman's sitting there like oh fuck like you saw him like oh shit he, he didn't fuck with them either like he has a conversation with them for a second he's kind of like I'm just gonna go on through <laughs> you, speaking of Batman you kind of wrapping back around to what we were talking about earlier with the Pattinson stuff you've heard what the the story leak is about that don't you like like Pattinson's really upset because it leaked what is like, it the details it's long Halloween yep they're, they're basically oh, off long Halloween that's why they're stacking all these villains up shit. that's why we're getting all these villains yeah dope yeah it's based on that and uh I think we'll see Azrael I'm a big fan of Azrael speaking, speaking of Azrael 
Speaking of, uh, did you say your favorite team? Green Lantern Corps? Green Lantern, oh yeah. Corps. It's gotta be. Gotta be. Kilowog? Kilowog is awesome. Okay. Uh, Poozer. Yeah. I have named so many characters in RPGs over the years. Kilowog (laughs) is my fucking go to. Uh, It's my favorite Funko Pop, I think, still to this day. It's my Kilowog. I've got Kilowog, Guy Gardner, and Chip. You had something you want to do before we get out of here? Because we're at. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, What was I going to bring up? Oh, yeah. Uh, So. Check out uh, DLC Respawn to see some more stuff about gaming, but we're going to talk about gaming for just a second here on the network on Outlander. Um, So uh, WB Montreal, who handles uh, Rocksteady Games, Batman games, on Batman Day, which was uh, Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Oh, God, I did so much that day for Batman. A, a Batman partied that day. (laughs) Batman shots. It was fantastic. I'll let you guys know about it. Um, So on that day, they showed a little... um, preview video of the bat signal on the side of the building and three symbols popped up and those three symbols have shown themselves and by the way this being montreal they are the team that made batman arkham origins so this is a sequel to batman arkham origins as far as we know so the three symbols that it showed during that time was one of the demon's head that's been shown in the game before of raz al ghul um the other one was the uh, Order of Saint Dama, which is what it like. um, Azrael's order, and the other one uh, was uh, Drumroll, Court of Owls. Court of Owls. <laughs> That's what you guys were talking about when I was trying not to listen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll pre-order that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy it. So here's the thing: if it's happened after Origins, some interesting stuff's going to happen there because you can bring the Court of Owls in. You can do the whole city of Gotham. You still have Bruce Wayne playing Gotham or playing uh, Batman, and you can do um, the things that the games the game left out uh, the things it left on. Which one of the big things was when Slade was uh, brought into the Suicide Squad by Amanda Waller at the end of the game, and also the Court of Owls was teased at the end of the game of Arkham Origins. So. Just saying, another cool Batman thing is finally happening. All this Batman news coming out is fantastic. It is. Um, just, it's just golden age of geek for Batman right there's now. There's so it much is. Batman, and I love it, because Batman is friggin' awesome, and that's why we got started. I mean, Batman and X-Men, that's where it all started. Yep. You got anything to close on? Yeah, man. You know, I'm uh, pretty excited about all sorts of stuff. I'm going to rush home right now and read this new Harleen uh, issue number one from Stephen... Stephen Stevens. That's what we call him at our house. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that fuck's name. But uh, I'm, I'm going to try to uh, to do a review we, on this we, issue. We, I want to get that up on our uh, Geeks and Hair of the Earth page. So if you want to read a, a nice review about that, I'm going to try to boil that up. We and, brag uh, so much about our research and we don't get anybody's names right in this whole fucking episode. <laughs> <It's> Stephen <laughs> Stevens. Okay. But uh, and also uh, I got a shitty uh, shitty weekend uh, at work and I uh, spoiled myself and bought a Venom figure. I'm so excited about it. It's from Japan. That's uh, a company, Mafex. They've got the license in Japan. It's based off of the original Todd McFarlane Venom look. I'd paid ninety-ish dollars for it, but it was a treat for myself. And I'm going to do an extensive photo shoot on that thing and get that up on our page. So if you guys are as hyped up about that as I am, uh, check that out. It's going to be a fun time. Man, those figures are so awesome. Mafex is amazing. It's my first one, actually. I, well, I, I ordered the Mafex Joker, but I don't get that till like, 2020. Right. <laughs> uh, 
I got to plug our uh, our interview with George Buza, the, uh, yep. the voice of Beast from the X-Men animated series. He's in a, a Christmas horror story. I don't know. And we found out during the interview. Has been in fucking everything ever in the history of ever at some point. And what a great guy, too. This Such is a, a fun fucking time great guy. Uh, that'll be up maybe before this episode, maybe after. But if you're hearing it, just keep an eye out for it. Might already be up. If not, give it a few days. It'll be up. We had a fucking blast, dude. And he's just a, a chill guy. And it was a lot of fun. And, uh, Lots of great stories. Yeah, we brought the, the guys brought Beast toys in, and I've been I've, I stared at the Beast toys like I was talking to him when we talked to him on the phone. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, don't forget to go to our Facebook page if you have not, and click like, subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you get shit, or just go to Outlander Media's website, you know, page, and grab it from there. Outlander for life. Yep. And uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna do some more stuff with that, and probably put an Instagram page up here soon too, and maybe some YouTube shit because uh, yeah, it's really fun interacting with you guys. I'm glad you guys are digging this. We fucking love it. We yep. love you. We love being a geek. <laughs> I hate you guys so much mm, right now. No, you gotta feel it, man. <laughs> <laughs> the song is forever. I hate you so much. I want to sing in front of the bat signal. Oh, look, it's, it's Val Kilmer before he looked all sad. <laughs> Man, you know what? Like, Val Kilmer got... Dude, he was perfect. The perfect actor to pick up for this. Like, he was a bit of a great Batman. He's one of the best actors in the world. Okay, at a certain point now, we're just listening to Kiss from a Rose, so this is JC out. <laughs> like, the out. <laughs>